superheroes and content conquerors. Welcome to the one and only That Content Nerd Podcast, where we unleash the power of social media and content marketing for small businesses. I'm your host, the Grandmaster of Growth, the Wizard of Words, and the Sultan of Strategy, Carly Lynn, here to take you on an epic journey through the cosmic world of digital success. Get ready to soar through the digital stratosphere as we uncover the Jedi secrets of captivating content, navigating the treacherous asteroid fields of trending hashtags, and decoding the mysterious algorithms and platforms. Together, we'll build your small business empire one pixel at a time. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or just starting your journey, That Content Nerd Podcast is your go-to resource for all things social media and content marketing. Get ready to harness the power of the digital cosmos. This episode is about to launch in three, two, one. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Um, I am one, if you're listening to this in real time, um, I apologize for this being late. Life's been lifing, y'all. Um, I have not, that's not what today's episode's about, but honestly, I've been struggling uh, to keep up with everything. And this just went out late. So I apologize for y'all. And I know that some of y'all have emailed me asking where it was and I'm not avoiding you. Okay. I was avoiding you a little bit. So I was like, oh no, I forgot. Um, and I didn't forget. It just didn't get done. But anyway, um, what I want to talk about today is something that I'm realizing, uh, like not realizing, I knew that I was doing it, but I wasn't as aware of it um, until I was so called out directly on accident too. So on Monday, I'm really excited. Y'all are going to have an incredible guest. Um, one of my really good friends, Anna, she is an email marketing, like literally wizard. Um, and she's just amazing. And we got to talking, we, we talked a lot about email marketing and we talked about how so many people hide what their real opinions are because we're so scared of what the outcome is going to be. So something that, what I mean by that is that I have not been sharing the opinions that I have as openly as I want to because I'm so scared of what the result is going to be. And I have, I'm a very opinionated person. I have a very big personality and I have opinions on opinions and I have so many opinions and then opinions about those opinions um, that I know I can come off very abrasive and I know that I can most definitely not scare people away, but I feel like it definitely repels a lot of people. And that's the point of good marketing, right? The whole point of good marketing is to repel the wrong people and attract the new ones. I say that all the time. I'm such a broken freaking record. I say that all the time. And yet my hypocrite butt self, I'm trying really hard to stop swearing. Um, my hypocrite butt self has been doing the same thing because I've been so scared of what the outcome is going to be. You hear me process this. You'll hear me go through it in the podcast interview um, on Monday. But I'm sharing this because I want you guys to know that you're not alone. And it is so much easier to call other people out on their crap than it is to recognize us for our own. And I'm aware of that. And I realize that. But man, I have been playing it so freaking safe. 
Like, y'all, I'm going to be honest with you. I think, and I, I, I know I did this for a long time and I thought I was over it, but I think I fell back into the rut um, of playing it safe and letting my appearance and my personality do the repelling, be my weird. I didn't embrace all of my weird. I let my outward appearance, my blue eyebrows and blue hair and the goth aesthetic and all of these things. I was like, that's weird enough. That's going to repel the people enough. It's going to attract the right people enough. But that's just not true. And I'm realizing a pattern. I did not see results in my business until I threw out all of the shoulds until I threw out everything that everyone said I needed to be, until I decided that I was going to do things my way. And I was going to talk about things the way that I wanted to talk about them. And I wasn't going to be like every other cookie cutter marketing educator. I wasn't going to share things the same way. I wanted to come at it at a different angle. I knew that I could. I knew that my approach was different. And when I allowed that to take the lead, my whole life changed. Y'all, when I, I, I am not ready to really talk about all of it, but my life is so drastically different than it was not even six months ago because I embraced all of that. I embraced all of those things about myself. I, I embraced the weird. I, I let go of all of the shoulds. But then what happened is I got all these people, I got all these incredible clients and, and my membership started to grow and people joined my course. And all of a sudden I was like, oh no, these people, I am going to let them down now if I'm really myself. So I have to become this person that I'm sure they want me to be because there is just no possible way that they could actually want me. There's no way that they want to hear my thoughts and opinions. There's no way they actually want me. And so I'm going to become this version of myself who keeps her mouth shut and does what they say without question. And at that moment, everything shifted and I lost it. I lost the flow. I lost the excitement. And I thought I pulled myself out of it, but I am realizing that I have not. And over the last month or so, I'm finally coming out of it. And I'm finally stepping back into that version of myself. Because I'm realizing if I become this person who I think they want me to be after they sign a contract to work with me, after they join my membership, after they pay to be in my presence, even after that, I'm failing them and I'm lying to them because they are not getting what they paid for. They are getting a knockoff wish version. They are getting what I think they want versus what they obviously wanted when they chose to pay me. And this is an insane realization. And it's very weird to be saying it out loud and talking about it because it sounds so convoluted, but I also know that I'm not the only one. And all of this came from that incredible interview with Anna. And I'm so excited. We're going to be doing more projects together in the future. And she's absolutely coming back on the podcast. Um, Y'all haven't even heard yet. And I'm so excited for y'all to hear it. But you 
are you for a reason. And the reality is that your opinions are probably going to piss somebody off. But your opinions are also going to be a seat of freedom for someone else. If you are the cookie cutter marketing version, if you're the cookie cutter version of yourself, why would anyone follow you? Why would anyone pay you? There is absolutely nothing, nothing that you can't find for free on the internet. You just can't. It's just not possible. Not possible. It's, it's all out there. It's all for free. There is zero reason for anyone to hire me strictly for information because there's not a single ounce of information that I have that somebody else doesn't. There's no reason. So why would anyone want to pay me, want to support my business if I'm just regurgitating the same safe opinions that everyone else is saying? Why would anyone want the cookie cutter version of something that they can get on YouTube or on TikTok or anywhere? People pay me for me, for my meanness, for my weird, for my opinions, for the way I see things. And the way I see things is usually quite controversial, is usually uncomfortable, But it's what people want from me. That's why they are in my orbit. And I want you guys to understand this too. There is a reason people want to work with you. And if you are in this place where you can't possibly fathom why anyone would want to so much as look at you, let alone pay you, I want you to know that I see you and you are not alone. This business thing is so hard. And it is so loaded. And every aspect of it is tied to some part of us that feels like we're not enough. And... We feel as if someone's going to find out that we're not really as good as we think we are. And this is my biggest fear. Day in and day out, I'm terrified of someone finding out that I've uh, I've lied to everybody. I've made it up. (laughs) Which, how? How does it work? How does it work that I make it all up? When clients continue to give me their money and I continue to give them content and I continue to give them results. How? How am I conning them if they're getting results? See, this is, that's a whole other conversation. But I want you to take a step back from this rant, this wild conversation and ask yourself, where have you been hiding? Where have you been not being yourself? Where are you sticking with the shoulds and the safe? Where are you hiding? And then I want you to, to, you don't have to throw yourself out in the open. That's scary. You can start small. I recently shared a TikTok where I talked about how sick and tired I was of people that don't have kids bashing moms and saying that moms are lazy and they are use their kids as excuses. 
it shouldn't be controversial, but it is. And a lot of people agreed with that and they connected with it and they felt seen. And I started talking about how people love to leave out the the fact that, yeah, they might have grown this multi-million dollar business in two years, but they had 10 years of experience behind that. Right? They love to leave those things out. And I talked about that and I say that and people resonated with it. And I'm sure that there is going to come a day where I really piss somebody off. And I'm okay with that. I remember when I was doing um, more so the abuse recovery work and dealing with these women who had experienced very severe trauma. Some of them barely escaped with their lives. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that. And I would talk about these things and I would talk about healing and I would talk about coming out of it and I would talk about my own experience. And there was no one angrier than other domestic violence survivors. And at first glance, it could seem baffling. Like, why are you so mad? Why are you so mad that I want to tell you that healing is possible? Why are you so mad that you can earn or that, that, that freedom is there for you and you can be free from all this stuff? Why are you so angry? Because it challenges everything they believe. When a person believes that abuse is love, when a person believes that physical violence is love, and when a person believes that they deserve it, and you start to tell them that they didn't, And you don't just say it in a fluffy way, but you say it with conviction and you say it in a way that it stabs at their soul. You are uprooting everything their identity is rooted in. You're tearing it apart from the bottom up. And that is painful. So, and I know I went through that. I have not talked about the story a lot here, but when I was first healing from... Everything, you know, that I've gone through and I don't claim to be healed. This is a whole journey and this is not a trauma podcast, but I want to share this piece of it. I was so angry was literally the only emotion that felt safe. It was the only emotion that I knew. It was how I masked the sadness and the despair and the hopelessness and the pain. Anger was the only emotion I had. And I remember I was working a Grubhub shift. And my son was with my parents so I could go out and do deliveries. um, And I didn't have to bring him with me. And I was sitting in a Safeway parking lot, which is just, it's a grocery store, um, local grocery store to where I was living. And I had this book that I found that I got off of an Instagram ad, which I only ordered the book because I thought if I ordered the book, the ad would go away. (laughs) Really funny um, how naive I was. Um... And the book was High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. And the first chapter is called Bring Your Joy. And in that first page, he talks about how you can generate joy in your own life. And I was so angry. I was furious. I threw this hardcover, thick book across my car. There's still a dent in the plastic on the inside of my car because I threw it so freaking hard. I was irate. I did not want, how dare you tell me 
that I can be happy. You don't know what I've gone through. You don't know how terrible I am. You don't know how terrible my life has been. Screw you and go to hell. No, that was my attitude. Eventually I picked up the book again and I did get through reading it and I had I reread that several times because I was so angry and it took so long to get through the wall of anger and I was pissed and I hated Brendan hated everything he was about I was like god he's such a fake you can't actually be happy and then here I am how long ago was that seven years ago now wow yeah been about seven years how insane oh that makes me want to cry but I share this because I was so angry that anyone would say that I deserved better and that I could create better in my life so why on earth am I surprised that other people are also going to be angry and triggered by what I say if I wouldn't have read that book if I wouldn't have seen that stupid Facebook ad or Instagram ad or certainly a Facebook ad too if I wouldn't have seen that if I wouldn't have read that book i truly believe that I would probably be dead in a gutter because I was angry but it tore through me and planted a seed and I do believe that whether it is marketing or crafting or birth prep or confidence or gardening whatever it is that you're doing you have the opportunity to impact a life And I've talked about this before, and I want to talk about it more here, about how trauma-informed conversations need to start happening, how we need to start talking about um, different things and, and, and how they impact how we show up. Because everything is so intertwined. Everything is so connected together that these things are affecting us. And when we realize how we are affected, it becomes a lot easier to not be as bothered and other people are triggered and affected. So this is me making a public declaration, which is a little terrifying, especially considering that I know who listens to this now and it's crazy. I am going to start sharing the scary opinions. I'm going to start saying the things that I know that people are not going to like. Because I also know that someone needs to hear them because if they don't, they're going to quit and it's going to be a business that could change someone's life and those lives will never be touched because that business never saw the light of day because someone felt discouraged and alone. And they felt like they had to fit into some box. And that sounds dramatic, but I fully mean that. I really do. I believe that small businesses can be changing lives. I think about the lives that I impact This is not a humble brag either, you guys, but I think about it in a very broad sense because if I am impacting five people and each of those five people go and impact two people and then each of those people impact one person, which impacts 10 people, like there is an impact that my business is making that I will never even see. And I believe that with everything in my being. And I believe that about yours too. We are out here not only to make the money, which absolutely get paid, get your bag. We all deserve to be paid and paid well for what it is that we're doing. But we're also looking to make an impact. I know that I want to make a difference in the world and in the business space and the marketing space. I want to make room for the weirdos, for the people that don't fit in the box, for the people 
that think differently, for the neurodivergent people, for those who are recovering from severe trauma and everything is affected by, I want to make room for all of us. I want to make room for the moms that are struggling with postpartum depression. I want to make room for the single people who are tired of being told they were stupid their whole life because they'd undiagnosed ADHD. I am so, I want to make room for the weirdo kid who loves anime and Star Wars and wants so desperately to be accepted but feels like they are too weird. I want to make space for all of them and I can only do that by saying scary things. Because if I just regurgitate what everybody else is saying, I'm only going to get what everybody else is getting. Which is not much. And that's not the impact I want to make. So this episode went a different direction than I was initially planning on. But I'm hoping that it resonates with somebody. Someone was supposed to listen to this and hear this. And I hope that if it was you, that it planted a seed somewhere... Whether it will bear fruit in a week or a year or a decade, I hope it does show up. And I want you to, to understand that your business, your ideas, they're going to make a difference in someone's life. They're going to change someone's life. And if people don't like it, then that's their problem. And I know it's easier said than done. There's a reason that I have a whole module in my membership just talking about trolls. There's a whole lesson on it because it's hard. It's really freaking hard. And I hope that this resonated with you and I hope that this helped you to feel a little, a little less alone. So what I would love for you to do is if you are listening to this, I would love for you to take a screenshot wherever it is you're listening and share it to your Instagram stories and tag at that content nerd and commit to saying the scary things. Commit to saying the things that you know that your people desperately need to hear but everyone else is too afraid to say because you never know who you can impact. And if you don't want to commit publicly, that's fine. Send me a DM on Instagram, okay? I want to support you in this. Let's do this together. We don't have to do this alone. All right, I want you to know that I love you and I see you and I can't wait for you to hear Monday's episode. All right, y'all, wrapping it up here. I will see you on Monday. And that wraps up this electrifying episode of the That Content Nerd podcast. Thank you, my fellow nerds, for joining me on this epic journey through the realms of social media and content marketing. I hope you've gained valuable insights, inspiration, and a touch of charm to supercharge your marketing game. But hey, the adventure doesn't end here. Join us inside of the Marketing Nerds Facebook group. This is where I give trainings, have surprise guests, and so much more. Join our content-loving community and keep those cosmic conversations going. Check out the link in the show notes to dive in. This podcast was produced by Content Nerd Media, a powerhouse company that specializes in YouTube channel management, video editing, podcast production, and social media management. They are the creative geniuses behind the scenes, helping small businesses like yours amplify their online presence and reach new heights. I'll see you next time, nerds. May the content be with you.